Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for listening in to our live broadcast. I'm Jason DeMars. And just want to remind you, if you have any prayer requests, testimonies, or questions for me, you can contact me at jasondemars.com or through any uh, social media platform that you're listening in on. We're going to continue on our topic, Rapturing Faith. This is part four. And I'm just going to go directly from where we left off before. We spoke about Ephesians 4 and 5, the perfecting of the states, saints and the coming to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Um, and also in the scripture that showed that we are, um, that Christ is going to present to himself a bride without spot or blemish that's been washed by the water of the word. And we saw that there has to be a restoration of the original faith the true revelation and understanding of the word so that we could have the perfect word that would bring forth a perfect bride. Again, we're sanctified by faith through the work of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Christ. Then we progressively, step by step, get more and more sanctified. But at the end time, there is a sanctification that leads us unto perfection. Since the gospel way is the way of love and the fulfilling of the law is love, then this perfection is connected to perfect love. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 10 says this, He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and knows not whither he goeth because that darkness has blinded his eyes. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because you have known the Father. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and ye have overcome the wicked one. So we see that there's that progression. Little children, young men, fathers. There's to be a progressive growth in the Christian faith. Three stages of believers. Little children need to be fed milk. Young men better have meat. Fathers, they've received the results of feeding on meat. We grow in these stages, and it's at the end time that the church is to come into perfection, the maturity of love. Brother Branham says this, and Christ is revealed in his own word, August 22nd, 1965. There, if you've tonight just come say, I offer Jesus Christ my life, and you've never received the Holy Ghost, come into it. You must do it. You must grow into it. Ask God to pile word on top of word like that until you become the full stature of a son of God or a daughter of God. Excuse me, that was from things that are to be. I read further down what that was. Pile word on top of word until you become a full stature of a son or a daughter of God. Now this is from Christ, is revealed in his own word. The thing that's the matter with the message today is those who obtain it in their hearts must lay in the presence of the Son to get ripened. See, you can pick up the message and then let the Son bake all the greenness out of you. See, making matured Christians. See what I mean? God is coming soon to receive his church, and we must have that type of Christians 
for him to receive. The wheat has got to get right, all right. Now, baking is not an instantaneous event. It's a process, and this baking process can only happen at the end time. We're waiting to receive rapturing faith. And at the same time, that which we need for rapturing faith is already here. In fact, we can say we are growing into it. In the Sermon the Absolute, 1962, December 30th, and I remember when he swept down there in that big light, standing Goddard at the bottom of the river, June 1933. He said, As John the Baptist was sent forth and forerun the first coming of Christ, I send you with a message to the world to forerun the second coming of Christ. And around the world she's went, the message. When revival fires have been built for 15 years on nearly every mountain, divine healing across the nations and power and restoration. Now I believe she is ready to strike. So she is speaking of the message. And now I believe she is ready to strike that final climax yonder to bring forth a faith that will rapture the church into glory. And she is laying in the messages. The message is laying in the messages. We're really at the end time. We've talked about it and everything, but the thing has moved upon us. Yeah, yes, sir, here's one. That's right. All right. So it's laying in the messages. He's laying the, she's laying in the messages to bring us rapturing faith. So this is that sermon is preached in the morning. Before he spoke the sermon, uh, the prophecy, is this the sign of the end surge? The message is coming to its final climax at that time to bring forth a faith that will rapture the church in glory. It's the message itself which produces this in believers. Therefore, we have rapturing we have what is necessary, what is needed inside of the message to produce rapturing faith. We just need to lay in the presence of the sun to ripen. In the first seal, let's look at these different quotes about rapturing faith. And then there's coming forth seven mysterious thunders that's not even written at all. That's right. And I believe that through those seven thunders will be revealed in the last days in order to get the bride together for rapturing faith because what we got right now, we wouldn't be able to do it. There's something we've got to step farther. We can't have an, even enough faith for divine healing hardly. We've got to have enough faith to be changed in a moment and be swept up out of this earth. And we'll find that after a while, the Lord willing, find where it's written. All right, 1964, questions and answers. Number four, have the seven thunders, which equals seven mysteries, already been revealed? Were they revealed in the seven seals, but yet are not known to us as the thunders yet? No, they were revealed in the seven seals. The seven thunders were revealed in the seven seals. That's what the thunders was about. What was the thunders about? The seven seals. Seven thunders that had uttered their voices. No one could make it out. John knew what it was, but he was forbidden to write it. He said, but the seventh angel, in the days of his sounding, the seven mysteries of the seven thunders would be revealed. And the seventh angel is a messenger of the seventh church age. Now let's look at the church age's book. Uh, chapter 9, the Laodicean church age. Now this messenger of Malachi 4 and Revelation 10.7 is going to do two things. One, according to Malachi 4, he will turn the hearts of the children to the fathers. Two, he will reveal the mysteries of the seven thunders in Revelation 10, which are the revelations contained in the seven seals. 
It will be these divinely revealed mystery truths that literally turn the hearts of the children to the Pentecostal fathers exactly so. Rapturing faith is connected to the process of sanctification. It's by the word that we're transformed, but it's an end time process of sanctification. Rapturing faith is in the seven thunders message that has already been revealed by the seventh church age messenger. Scripturally, we can't point to a future fulfillment of the seven thunders. It's already the seventh thunders spoke it, and the seventh messengers, seventh messenger revealed it. Those seventh seven angels came and met the prophet. The prophet revealed it to us. But it's that end time process of being washed by the washing of the water, by the word, an experience that comes through faith, by the Holy Spirit, through the blood. It's a process of growing into rapturing faith. It's a process of laying in the presence of the Son to ripen. We're ripe, we are not ripened in a moment but we are ripened over a period of time as we add word on top of word. As the scripture says, but may the God of peace sanctify you completely and, improve, and preserve your entire spirit, soul, and body unto the coming of the Lord. There's going to be a complete sanctification that happens, is happening to us here in the end time. It is a danger for us, even in the movement of the message. People are looking back at what the prophet did, looking forward to what will happen in the future, and missing what God is doing now. Are we laying in the presence of the sun to ripen now? If we don't lay in the presence of the sun to ripen now, we're not going to receive that instantaneous sweep and move of the Spirit that will change this body to be like unto His glorious body. We're not just waiting for some great future thing. We've had our last sign before the promised body change. We've seen the Son, manifest, Son of Man manifested in human flesh. We have the thing which rapturing faith is revealed in. Seven thunder mystery that is revealed in the days of the voice of the seventh angel. We are ripening in the presence of the Son. As the prophet said, lots of shaving down for you and me. It's a process. If we're not growing and ripening now, then we better start sooner or we'll never receive rapturing faith. It's a growing process, not an immediate and instantaneous event only. The instantaneous event is the rapture where the Spirit of God sweeps down amongst the, the bride and changes them in the moment in a twinkling of an eye. Thank you so much for listening in to our broadcast. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. May the Lord richly bless you.